With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I didn't want that conversation to air. I said that to everybody and I said it just makes us both look bad. And you you guys still aired it. How does it feel to be the less cool Paul brother right now? I got to ask you that. <laughs> Honestly, I'm honored. I'm honored. I've, I've lived- Jake is super cool. And if I'm even in the same category. Oh, of- man. <laughs> stop it. No, stop it. No, I don't even want to start like this. No, no, we shouldn't. We shouldn't. No, I want to start <laughs> well, like that. Well, you started I, like no, no, that. No, 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 no. That's not what I meant. I, that was a joke. I didn't mean it like, but it's not a joke. It's like a true joke. People, well, th- well, all right, you but like, I'll say something really fast. People want to compare us because there's no one else to compare us to. Mic drop. We're the best in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Number one and two. Like, compare me to who else? Of course, him. That's where people are like, this is my, he's my greatest inspiration. He's my, oftentimes, him and I are in competition because who the f- else are we going to be in competition with? Diaz brothers. No, bro. <laughs> you and your stupid jokes yeah mike's wild mike's wild like who are they gonna compare us to compare me to somebody my age go vivek ramsey vivek Vivek ramaswamy (laughs) 38 year old presidential candidate you you were hanging out with him dude that's that's how cool that's a level of coolness you're at bro you're hanging out with future presidents yeah i was saying that to to mom i was like man like and he's really cool and over the past like couple of days we've grown our relationship and um i really like his way of thinking and maybe if he doesn't win this presidential campaign maybe i know one day he's gonna win some presidential campaign he's not bought right he's not like is he running for a specific party he's republican Republican. but what's great about him which is what i also liked about trump is that they're not just saying what their donors want them to say they're not politicians by trade he's a businessman um billionaire do you so not, he knows how to run a business america is a business and that's what people don't fucking realize do you see him taking a lot like out of the tried and true trump playbook like you you saw it kind of in the first um debates a lot of the stuff that he says kind of sounds like stuff that trump's already said really yeah I, he I runs think, on it no, no, no i'm not vivek, saying that i think vivek is like super articulate and trump just says like jokes and shit Trump's fucking around. And he just is going like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't want to open this podcast politically. I, I, well, we opened well, it. No, I know. You started with contra- wait, wait, but contraversy. So now it's, with, there's two openings that we didn't want them to be the openings. <laughs> Both of us I wasn't started. even ready for this, bro. I've been on calls all day. Uh, my mind is all over the fucking place. Hell yeah, dude. You've been, you've been on. jump into it. No, it's good. I, I wanted to say welcome back to Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. Thank you guys for listening, watching, viewing, and subscribing. Today's a very special episode. It's a very special episode today because everyone on this set has a girlfriend, wow. including Mike, baby. Wow. <laughs> I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Mike is locked down. He found a girl. 
who with a real name. Wait, you want to start with you want a real name is crazy. Yeah, you want to yeah. start with this topic? Yeah, well, it just it just well, we haven't been able to start with any of the topics. Yeah, I got a girl, dude. I do. I have a girlfriend. Um, she's Latina. She's uh she's partially Cuban. The other part is Irish, and she does have a. She also has a four letter name. Her name's Sarah, but with no H at the end of it. Been trying to stay away from H for some time now. Uh, and uh, <laughs> she's she's a very nice girl. And uh, the reason why we're bringing it up is because I wanted to ask you guys some questions. You know, relationships haven't always come very easy to me. I uh, have a bit of a commit, a fear of commitment, uh, phobia, if you will. Uh, I'm a avoidant resist. I'm a attachment avoidant. Yeah. They say, and I wanted to ask you guys if you guys have ever dealt with any of that yourselves, because it's really not that small of a problem. There's a lot of people out there, a lot of men who are have have fears about a a myriad of things. 39% of millennials aren't sure whether their current partner is the one for them. 15% of millennials wonder whether they would stumble across someone better than their current partner. So yeah. I see what you're saying. You, are you a grass is greener type of guy? <clears throat> like you're already looking beyond Sarah? No, 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 no. Not, not on this one, but I, I, but I would... I also think that it's not as always as simple as the idea that there could be better candidates. There's, there's a, there's a bunch of other things that go into it. I, I wanted to connect with you on it. I don't know. I don't know why I feel like you, you might have some feedback on it, but people have all kinds of issues getting it. They've, they've, they have trust problems. They have fears of abandonment. They have issues that were left to them uh, generationally or from their parents, from divorces, from uh, sour relationships of the past. And so I think for someone like me who hasn't been in a, in a healthy relationship in so long, I've had to go through a lot of, um, I've had to go through some like kind of early stuff here to try to get into a place where I'm like, it's a massive change of, of, of pace for me and a massive change of, to my life to get used to the idea that, yo, I'm going to text this person every day. Yo, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, change the way I approach and talk to people of the opposite sex because of this person in all of my interactions moving forward. So it's been a little bit of a growth for me, but I wanted to see if you or, or your brother or Mac ever dealt with any struggles there. Well, yeah, I mean, I think also the profession you're in is a huge, huge part of it and where you spend most of your time in the circles you're running in. You're not surrounded by people with good, healthy relationships. I can't name a single healthy relationship in Los Angeles city, <laughs> county, so, uh, <laughs> we keep, so we you, keep trying you, to name if people, you have, right? <laughs> so look at the numbers that Logan read earlier, but add a hundred thousand followers and a blue check mark to those numbers. And I guarantee you they're going to be a <laughs> hot, a lot fucking yeah. higher because yeah. the problem with our generation is that no one wants to sacrifice and no one wants to build. They want the easiest way out in everything, in every route. They they think they deserve all of these things. And then people's egos are inflated because of social media. And as soon as anything starts going wrong, you're just like, I'm going to go to these other 100 people that I see all the time and are put in front of us all the time. And it ends up just being a waste of time. Like it's just it's a futile effort. I mean, yeah, you give up something good for uh, for something that you think might be a, a good idea. 
one in the hand is worth more than two in the bush. Exactly. You know? Weren't you just saying that your Discover page got cleaned up recently? Yeah, too? now when like I go on my total... Discover page, because I try not to tempt myself with the, the candies of the, the flesh. That's good. That's good. <laughs> and so I, I started now when I go on my Discover page, it's all burgers, calzones, mozzarella sticks, what Jake was it Paul. Before? What was it before? Fat asses, bro. <laughs> Fat asses, Canadian titties, yeah. bro. Like all that type of shit. <laughs> yeah. I made this list. Uh, cause I want to remind myself every day, yo, like when I start to feel that anxiety, cause I also have really bad anxiety in general. And so I feel like it's like heightened a little bit by this new stage in my life. I wrote, uh, this girlfriend manifest good things about Sarah. She's patient with me being brain dead. She has a very mature attitude. She is a hot Latina. This one just says perfect. And then it has the cat emoji. That can mean anything. Uh, Great, <laughs> great style. Streetwear times Havana nights. She's focused on her future. She's tight with her mom, dad, and her obby. She helps me with my house and makes my bed. She helps me talk more positively to myself. Like she doesn't big, let. If I ever say one. like, "Yo, fuck it, maybe I'll just go jump off a bridge," she uh, tells yeah. me. I say that to Utah too, and she tells you to not. She says, "Jake, don't even say that." Well, I can't live without you. <laughs> That's so sweet. Uh, she has a dog and she can take care of it. 11 <laughs> is that she doesn't snore. And 12 is that she likes to eat, drink, and have fun. And then I also included bad things about Sarah. Oh, no. There's just one. Hates all white bitches. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I mean, I already said this a while back. It was going to be a problem with the Latina, bro. She just, dude. But she, I, but she just aesthetically, <laughs> she looks white. She like might, she, she might as well be. But yeah. I, she grew up in Miami, and she's and she's ESL, so she like spoke Spanish first. So like she like to her, she like is from Cuba. You know what I'm saying? Like she ain't <laughs> like, bro. I was at Fashion Week. I know you were there too. I want to talk about it, but like. I'll be around a bunch of Latina chicks and she's like, oh yeah, go have fun, have a good time, say, hang out, do whatever you want. And then like this one white chick, bro, like I swear was probably looking at like the hot dog vendor behind me and she comes up to me, she goes, who the fuck was she looking at? <laughs> I was like, I don't know, fucking what? I don't even know this chick, bro. And it turned into a whole thing. She was like, go talk to Cindy Prado or something. <laughs> I was like, you want me to talk to Cindy Prado? She's a coach, she's Cuban, that's why. So anyways, yeah, you know. People are scared of commitment yeah that's kind and of yeah. you're kind of one of them maybe you're <laughs> struggling but you're working on it but i i see you getting so much better but i would also look at like the person themselves like what else in their lives like aren't they committed to if you can't make a commitment to yourself then there's no way you can make a commitment to somebody else do you mean like do, and, and this is something i think about i'm not like the most disciplined person like in life as a whole and so I've been thinking about what you just said a lot lately. Like, this seems like it has to be more of a holistic effort on my part to get disciplined about a lot of things in my life. I don't think that's incorrect. But also, how much of, like, relationship merging can be attributed to timing? Timing is so important so in important, people's lives. I, I, I don't think that can be... Uh, underestimated like are you at a point in your life where you're willing to commit to this relationship because if it is feeling too much like work and it feels like you have to stay disciplined to be in that relationship are you really ready for it well i think like are you talking about like improving yourself in order to like level up your game and be better for her yeah and i'll and i'll answer answer both of these i think i think 
sometimes you need a catalyst in your life to start to go through those motions. Like I remember Nina said it last night. She was like, you kind of have to like go through the fire a little bit. Like in order to start to ever be relationship ready, you have to get relationship ready. You have to start to go through those motions. It's not that it feels like work. It's just a little bit uncomfortable. That's it. Does that make sense? It's, it's not so, like the easiest thing. Cause it's do. so different from everything. Also, drastically 180. My whole also shit. Knowing your trauma and like all the shit you've been through, you're used to life being a lot of ups and downs. And so that's why you were attracted to these toxic relationships. You actually go after people who hurt you sometimes because that's what you're used to, whether it was your parents or you hurting yourself. So you're actually addicted to this cycle. And that's why people end up constantly in toxic relationships because they're sometimes more fun and the highs are super high and the lows are super low. And so maybe you're just at this like base level and transitioning into a relationship that's like that, which is how they're supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. Which is how they're supposed it's to be. It's uncomfortable. But for, for you, it might be like weird. And I noticed that too with with Utah, it's like this perfectly level relationship. And sometimes I'm like, wait, something's supposed to be going wrong. And then it's just not. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. It's surprising for me too, as your brother, like watching you in this relationship. I remember like after a few months, I was like, you guys are getting any fights yet? Or because the, the Jake in relationships yeah. that I know, you know, things could happen. They could flare up from both, from both parties. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it sounds like, Utah and I can definitely speak f f like on this with me and Nina is she activates the best part of you when it comes to companionship, which is which is how it should be, you know, and Mike's probably not used to that. He's used to, you know, <laughs> people making life harder <laughs> yeah, and yeah. making you feel insecure. I like, I like what you said, that. though, yeah. including himself, though, you know, he, he's he, you self-inflict sometimes for sure. No, absolutely. I do. I'm that's the thing. That's like, and by the way, the reason I brought this up today is I, I like to come up with topics that, as we always do, that are affecting our lives, but that are relatable to the audience, because this is a very important topic for a lot of people. People look at relationships as kind of like the basis point for happiness in this life. Like, do I have a partner? A lot of people look at it like that. And, and, and a lot of people struggle with the same demons that we're talking about, which is, which is why I kind of brought it up today. Um, I've always been a runner. Like first sniff of a problem, I'm out. Sabotage or runner. And the question I've been asking her a lot is like, yo, are you sure you want to have to be patient? Like it's not, a, this isn't about me. It's more about, it is about me so much that I'm like trying to turn on her and be like, yo, are you sure you want to be around and like wait deal with this Yeah, and deal with this madness. And she's like, I, I really do. She's like, what, like, she, you know what she said? She said, you are keenly aware of your issues, voicing them to me and taking steps to work on them. And she goes, and you're asking me if I would rather do this or go to the 99% of the people out there who lie to themselves on a daily basis. And I was like, wow, that was a fucking mature ass statement. And, and she also added, plus you have a big heart, a big heart, and you're not going to do something to, to hurt me. You might be flaky you might say yo I, i'm feeling anxious today but those are the things i can deal with so fellas are you running into stubble trouble are you dreaming of that clean shaven look but hate going through the hassle of a wet shave every other day i know you are and that's why we partner with manscaped 
The brand from below the waist is coming to save that beautiful face. Yes, sir. Manscaped now has their beard products and is going a step further with the launch of their brand new Handyman Electric Face Shaver. It's designed to give your face that smooth and chiseled finish without the mess of a traditional shave. Make sure to join the 9 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. Offer. Head over to manscaped.com. Use the code LOGAN for 20% off and free shipping. Your face is the first thing people see when you walk through the door. Give them something to look at with Manscaped's Handyman. For wet or dry use, feel free to bring this anywhere and everywhere. The compact design and airplane friendliness make this the perfect travel tool for on the go. And for my fellas with a little more scruff, Manscaped's Beard Hedger Pro Kit has everything you need to tame your mane. Featuring their signature Beard Hedger, this thing is the juggernaut of fixing faces. The cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 haircutting lengths, all with one guard. So no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons. That's right, face grooming doesn't need to be hard. Get 20 different beard lengths in just one guard. 20% off and free shipping with the code Logan and manscaped.com. It's something funny, Mike. There's so many words. <laughs> Hit the refresh button with the handyman. Use the code Logan. Manscaped, shout out to you. Back to the program. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No I would say to the viewers watching, like, take a hard look internally. And if you wouldn't date yourself, <laughs> knowing all the like bad things that you do behind closed doors, maybe in relationships, or if you are you know, cheating or looking at these people, if you wouldn't date you, then you have a lot to work on before you're going to be able to be in a relationship that actually works because all of those things are going to come out for sure. So speaking of coming out, <clears throat> this is way more important than what we just talked about because the things we just talked about have to do with people. Yeah. Humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Give it to him, Mike. <sighs> Today, the Mexican government announced that they are in possession of extraterrestrials. Have you seen this? I haven't seen this. You Jake, seen this? Jake, it's Jake, Jake. It's a massive One fucking year old mummified aliens. No. You haven't seen this either? I haven't seen it at all. You haven't seen it? This is what we were talking about before. No, this, no, this can't be possible. This video is Whole online. Thing? Of yeah. the bodies. So so let me read this out. The bodies. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Yes. <laughs> These things look so fucking stupid. Ridiculous. So, they look so. They look like a, a crappy version of E.T. Like a smaller like uh, version of E.T. It, 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 it's crazy how the aliens look exactly like we thought aliens would look like. Ridiculous. With eggs inside them. With eggs inside. So the bodies of Ooh. two alleged alien beings were exhibited before politicians in a special session of the Mexican con Congress. The fossilized bodies presented by journalist and UFS, UFO scientist Jamie Mawson and displayed in glass cases were retrieved from Cusco in Peru and are said to be 1,000 years old. These specimens are not part of the evolution of our world. They were not recovered from UFO scrap. They were found fossilized in Diatom Moss Mine. Under oath, under oath, this man claimed that these two aliens who look like they're made of paper mache. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Like, like you're, yo, you're telling me after all this time, after all this speculation, 
no. These cat-sized no, no. paper mache motherfuckers <laughs> it's got like a, are what are what we're actually dealing no, with. No, people people aren't but they really got, sure what to make of it. Because I mean, you're looking at it right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at some sort of like uh, MRI kind of thing, and it's got bones, but like not in a. It's got bones. It, it's got <laughs> some stuff inside of it. I mean, it, it looks like a body. I just this is from Nazca. Right? I just like revert Nazca back to those. like. Maybe there's a reason we think that they look like that if they are old. And I revert back to like, imagine like me and my, me and my friends joke about this. Imagine you walk into your room and you have a plant, a plant in your room. And the plant is like laying on the bed with the remote in its hand, like flipping through the channels. And then you walk in and it's like, <gasps> and it jumps back <laughs> into the plant. Like thing. Toy Story? Yeah. It jumps back in there and you like, what do you do? Do you tell your friends or they're going to think you're fucking crazy? What do you what are you talking about? <laughs> this is no different than being like, yeah, look, I found these alien bodies. And then everyone else being like, no, you did it. You fucking idiot. Those are paper mache. How is that not different? It's the same shit because it's, it's so it's so unbelievable that it could it just like that causes uproar. People ever. are like, you're no, this, you're fucking stupid. And then you have like the conspiracy theorists who are like yes this is it so I then just, it just almost like creates this like more division. how about a real one how about like a galileo type where you got like bro like bro can you can you zoom in on this i don't know man. like are you this is his face look <laughs> looks like yoda but you're saying you're you're on the logan you're on the side of like that's bullshit well this stuff fascinates me as everyone knows i love ufo stuff and i i'm i, I like geek out on ufo videos all the time online but man, when they pulled back the the top of the alien box and that's what was in there. Why did I they don't know, man. I don't know. And allegedly, the guy who found them has previously been associated with claims of alien discoveries that have later been debunked, oh. including five mummies found in Yeah, but this is yeah, but why is the government children. but why is the government involved? Like is this is this uh, a psyops? Like is this one of those? Like are they? Are they distracting us? Yeah, are Dave? they distracting us from from something else? Are these are these aliens going to be used in the future as mules for cocaine? Like, do you understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, what is really going on here? Like, do you think? Okay, ready for this? Mexican government does all this stuff, right? <laughs> they take these paper mache aliens off the stage, pack these motherfuckers with Peruvian white, right? Then they're like, oh shit, we have to send this to Washington, oh, D.C. for further analysis. And that's why they found the cocaine <laughs> yes. in the White House. Exactly. Uh, yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. These, yes, these are 100% not real aliens. What? They're just not, bro. They're just not. I'm, so, t I'm telling you right now. They're just end quote, Logan Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> like, we're no smarter than these fucking... Yeah, but I'm just looking at this thing. His head looks like a VR headset wrapped in paper mache. He's got a stupid expression that is, by the way, basically just a human face. He has hip bones that are protruding, and somehow he's laid out perfectly, like, flat on his back. What alien, both of them, would have been mummified perfectly flat on their back? And a thousand years ago, also... Are all mummies it, flat on their back? No, no, no. They're in weird positions and but stuff. Then, and like, like but then you go... Sometimes on their side. But a thousand years isn't that long ago. A thousand years is not long at all. But you, you go back to, like ancient hieroglyphics and they like depict aliens still looking that same way what flat on their back with paper mache so, vr headset heads? No, that, but that face that face that's to that point what if it's and what, it's like why are these why like in civilizations from thousands and thousands of years ago are they drawing 
with stones on other stones, these alien faces, for what reason? To be like, ha, gotcha, it's just a prank. No, <laughs> I, I, I have no, like, they're going to draw what's actually... And back then, there was so much less disinformation, and there was a one ruler, and so... And it was the and you didn't speak out, otherwise you'd be killed. Yep. In each in each culture, in each like specifically in the Rome's in in Rome. So that all, everything you just said kind of makes sense. Yeah, but so, I feel so like the, I feel like there was a ton a fucking bunch of aliens in hieroglyphics on a wall, like for because it's fun. I I, I agree with you. The the weirdest part about the hieroglyphics is that there are matching symbols and depictions of these extraterrestrial beings from um, civilizations that had no contact, contact with, each with each other over yeah, a period yeah, of like yeah. a thousand years, which is fucking insane. I I think there was a crazy amount of disinformation back then. Like, dude, like. You know, for a long time they thought the Earth was flat. There's still some well, that wasn't that there. wasn't that wasn't disinformation. <laughs> that was just that was just that was, lack of lack of belief, evidence. Though. Yeah, yeah. And it, but and isn't the, that the disinformation? No, that, disinform that, no, no, disinformation is like someone like an intentional uh, intentional. Okay, it's okay. like a propaganda okay. or some sort of way to confuse someone from from believing something. What, what if it's some sort of gain? What if it's all of our beliefs that are making all of these things come true? Like over time, most the majority of us start manifestation. The aliens are in existence, and then they pop up from the nothingness and arrive here you think we're creating this like, through some sort of intelligent or or subconscious we gotta get out of system here. we gotta get out of here just well, just well if we've <clears throat> talked about this before if time is everywhere and everything and it doesn't go forwards backwards up or down then yes if we are all just one moment in time then you could manifest things in real time as is happening and in the past and then just this revolving door that you're walking so through. That's which, in, which so is that's why it would be so important that everyone always says there's no aliens, there's no aliens. So that the majority doesn't take over and we start to believe that these well, little, little paper mache dummies arrive here on this planet. But but to your point, and, and this really is what it all boils down to, is like we really do just exist on a spinning rock. And I, it not, it's not to quote Jeff Levin, but at the end of the day, it really is the fact of the matter. Like, I'll sit here and discuss with you, like, I have relationship anxiety. How do I overcome? Bro, like, let me lay this out for you one last time. Yeah. I'll just really quickly. Right now, we are on a, a, a massive globular rock hurtling, hurtling through space. And the only reason why you're not floating into the ceiling is because that ball is spinning so fast that you stay glued to the ground. <laughs> And when you walk outside, right, you're not freezing because a much larger ball of gas is burning further out in space to heat us up like a small oven. Yeah. And yeah. each each particle of that gas, when it reaches us, it takes 10 million years to be created inside of that ball. Shit's funky. And somewhere out there right now, somebody's like, man, I have such bad social anxiety. Like, <laughs> look how he looked at me when I was buying these oranges. Like, it's And trust me, I'm that person. That's what makes that suck so bad. Like, I understand all these things, yet I still feel the it's way humans, I It's humans. We're too conscious. We're too... Yeah. We're too we're, it's weird. The dichotomy of being, like, conscious beings who are self-aware and also not knowing a single thing about anything is, is a funny <laughs> position to be in. Like, what are we doing here? And why? How did we get here? And do those paper mache aliens have our answers? They might, we should ask. And this is why Elon Musk treats his depression with ketamine. Because the smartest of the smart are always tend to be depressed. Because you just mm. are too conscious and think too much and know too much. And that's why I'm always depressed. That's right. Ignorance wow. is bliss, right? There's a saying <laughs> for that. I was going to ask you, and I'll ask all <laughs> everyone watching it. They're, they're, fuck, there's going to be stupid people watching. They're like, this is why I'm depressed. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let me ask no, this question. But, but that's not most likely. That's not why you're depressed. I've met thousands and <clears throat> hundreds of thousands of people in my time. <laughs> Let me say most likely. <laughs> like pro- I've met so many fucking people and most people are dumb as fuck. So <laughs> I just want to say, I want to point out there's not a single dumb person that watches impulsive. No, oh, no, not for this audience. No oh, way. perfect no. then. So yeah, you guys are, mo- if you're depressed and it's most likely because you're a genius. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> All right. Question for you, especially for you, for the rich people here. If you had to trade away your riches or your artistic expression, I'm not. I could be rich. All right. Uh, sorry. <laughs> okay. You know, actually, you're right, Mac. I've already made a mistake. I'm rich in love. If you no, but listen. If you had to trade away all of your wealth, the three of you, right, and you had to move back to Westlake and be dumb, but twice as happy as you are right now, twice, bro, two x happiness. And I don't care what the factors are. Would you ra- the question in in short is would you rather be dumb and happy or or smart and fucking not as happy? <laughs> <laughs> I'd I would rather be exactly where I am right now in this moment because I believe so much in destiny and that like certain people were meant to carry certain loads to change the world for the better. And that everything we're doing echoes into eternity. I, I would say, I, feel I would like that's say, like a line from a movie. I'd say, watch out so, for happiness because it's not all happiness. Like you're gonna go through struggle, you're gonna go through stuff. So I wouldn't trade my uh, my current thing just to be a little bit more happy. I, I do aim for happiness, like I want to be happy, but like the majority of our existence is not like always this elevated peak. And the more, the more I evolve in life and mature i think a lot of times as creatures we're meant to have happiness and have happy moments but i think we're meant to be useful and the more i read stoicism and get deeper into it the more i just really see that their values were like far more advanced and still hold true till this day and i think so many people focus on i need to be happy i need that i need this and it's like the biggest thing you could do is help uplift others around you and make the world a better place. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And that's not easy or the first thing that provides happiness. So you you study stoicism <clears throat> yeah. a little bit? Yeah. What do you think about my favorite belief set? Nihilism. <laughs> I will say... You're uh, you're spinning ball. I'm not. I'm not a nihilist. I swear. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm what kidding. is nihilism? It's just basically anarchy. Everything. <laughs> basically everything nothing, sucks. Everything. Nothing. Yes. Falling apart <laughs> yes. at all times. Oh, everything. Well, it boils down. Well, that's David's philosophy. Yeah, yeah David the German. It basically boils down into nothing <laughs> matters. So basically, like the opposite of what Jake said. Whatever you do reverberates in the, into eternity. In nihilism, nothing you do matters. You cannot affect anything in any way, and so you should just. Live your life based on pleasure or whatever you want because you're only here for a little bit and whatever you do doesn't matter. I think they're very, I think they have similarities. So I, I, at some point in my life, had a very, very pessimistic view 
and I was literally gonna get like nothing matters on my chat. <laughs> no regrets. Oh god. No, literally, no. no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> no, but um, and and uh, it it slowly changed, and as I got closer to myself and closer to this higher power and to to God that completely flipped on its head and I saw a moment that was presented to me where it showed me like just how big of a influence like every decision that I have makes in the world and that's why I said everything matters because if I decide something somehow maybe little Timmy in Nebraska who is a Jake Paul fan sees that and that changes one of his decisions to go to a different store that day because he went to that store that day he didn't get hit by the car timmy no seriously no, know, then I, I, then you know goes and becomes the next president and the changes the world pack. and becomes the next gandhi you know and it's you cannot even comprehend the butterfly effect um but that's why I, I know that everything matters. Well, 100%. especially for you, because you're also a very big butterfly. But you know what I'm saying? Like you're you're all jokes aside, the size of his promotional and marketable wings. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But for the average for, sure, for, for sure. the average person out there in Tuscaloosa, for example, you know, they could <laughs> I could see them reading Nietzsche and falling into a, 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 a nihilistic situation. But speaking of unhappiness, Dylan Dennis. Let's cover <laughs> let's cover some of the stuff that's been going on there. Did you see the face to face? I did not watch the full thing, no. Why not? I've been on a fucking terror <laughs> like work nonstop every single day. Did you get hit in the face with a beer? And and I also and I also was confused week. because I saw so many clips coming out for like three weeks and then I would like go and look to see when it was coming out, and then when it actually came out, I like didn't it, it was me it was me posting the clips yeah and i'll tell you why i seen the clip outs no i this guy's a good he's a good twitter troll he's excellent and in debating how to like tackle this and even if i do want to tackle I don't it he's a good twitter troll because bro, what he's never he's never you have a, a very large weak spot that he's exploiting but when he tweets about anything other than nita it doesn't. No one cares. Yeah, but it didn't, get he, good didn't engagement. he? Didn't he get like famous for tweet tweeting? Isn't He's definitely. Let's give him some. But he was dead until you re resurrected his career, and like he's yeah, he's like makes jokes, but it's largely in part that he's exploiting Nina, and there's so many hurt males out there who can't get girls, and they're the ones who are like, yeah, like fuck girls, <laughs> fuck women. I'm going to do, do, do. I love the, what Dylan's doing here. And they know that they won't ever get a hot girl. And our society and culture and young men are hurting and are so hurt. And they're addicted to porn and they have no way to interact with girls. And they text them and they're getting rejected. And then boom, boom, boom it's this never ending cycle. And now they're finding a way out to unleash their hate through this super hateful, insecure male who is... Uh, Clearly, clearly a very hurt person. That's where we keep landing is like Dylan's obviously damaged and he, he may have some sort of mental illness that I empathize with. But and he unfortunately, you know, hurt people, hurt people. And he's he's targeted an innocent bystanding female that has nothing to do with this fight. And people are latching onto it. But he's at least at this point in time tweeting 
20, 30, 40, 50 times a day. I don't even know how this guy is training. And so we're, we're going back and forth. They're like, well, do I even engage in this Twitter war? Also, do I give a fuck? Do I have to? Like, Dylan has done almost all the promoting for this fight, has 0% back end, and he's going to have to pay all the money he makes he's in this fight. He's a puppet. <laughs> back to my fiance. Well, Lee, he did get some he, clout out of it. He, he, he I'll did just, get some I'll, clout. I'll present, the, I'll present but, the other side of it just because I'll always be called a yes man. No matter what you I'll say. I'll always be called no a yes man. No matter what no, you say. No, here's one thing I can say to you right now. <laughs> say it. Say it then. No. Yo, get it, get out. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, you're get fired. Out. You're fired from my life. I don't want anything to do with you. Get out. Nah, nah, nah. The theory was when I was putting out those clips, after the face-to-face, -face, I sat down with the guy and I was so curious to see what he was going to be like, like in real life. He's really just a puddle, Jake. I'm not. I'm not even just saying this to be a tough guy. He 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 melted. He he stumbles over his words. He can barely get out a sentence. He can barely form a rational thought. Everything he says is a lie. And so I landed on why don't I just show him actually who he is? You know, like it's much different in person when you're not tweeting behind a keyboard all day. Which is why I'm so excited for October 14th. I need this guy to show up. Like, what is going to happen? When Dylan Dennis is trapped in a fucking 20 by 20 foot ring with me on October 14th and he can't go do, go to his phone and tweet because he got boxing gloves on. But I need him to show up and I have a prediction. Because everyone's like, is he going to pull out of the fight? What's going to happen? Everyone's crossing their fingers he shows up. The face-to-face the -face is doing numbers. Like There's so much hype around this fight. And by the way, the card in itself is going crazy. crazy. They just added uh, that Brazilian influencer slash comedian uh, Winderson Nunez. October 14th is going to be nuts. Like, the numbers this card is going to do. We're all super optimistic um, for it. But in thinking of the ways that Dylan could like make excuses and lie and back out of this fight, I thought of one that actually could be a good thing for him. And I'm going to say this right now. I'm, I'm, what's the date? 13th. September 13th. I predict that he's going to somehow intentionally give himself COVID <laughs> to back up from the fight. Instead of like faking an injury or like actually getting injured, I think he's gonna find someone with COVID and like lick their feet or something oh. and use it to get a positive COVID test to back out of the fight. Granted, like on the week of, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what but, I'm saying. But also, like, you could just like fake a COVID test, couldn't you? No, because we, it would be confirmed by 10 fucking doctors. He would have to actually get COVID. But he's not gonna, at first, we thought he might intentionally injure himself like break a finger or something but that's insane like you think this guy's gonna put his hand on the table like <laughs> smash his finger with a hammer i don't know but uh the other the other part of this is like him pulling out in any way that isn't like verified by a doctor of our choosing he'd have to pay a hundred thousand dollars to us which you know mike said he can just pay using the twitter Revenue that he's generated. I wish I never said that. No, 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 because it's not very much revenue that they're they're making from this stuff. No, he got two. He did two. He did over two billion impressions in the past. Yeah, because like everyone he's gonna thinks get, that though. That it's not, not a lot. Everyone of Everyone thinks that that little uh, chart, the three rising bars on Twitter, is views, and I hate when people call it's it the views dumbest. It's, not it's views. the dumbest thing ever when you look at the Tucker Carlson interviews. Yeah, and you're like, like, yo, he did 450 billion. Yeah, and then, views. and then everyone's like, oh, you got that many views? Like, no, that's how many one people like second. scrolled. One second. That's how many people scrolled by it. Yeah, you don't know the views on Twitter. Right, you don't. But no, but no everyone no. thinks that. No, but his do, but. his count is impression based. So he, so he he that yeah, from, but impressions from what? 
what, what do you mean? Impressions from what? Sure. what tweets, he got, he pictures, got 2 billion impressions videos. from pictures, tweets, videos of what? Oh, yeah, I'm not. No, say it. No, I'm not saying. No, say it. No. <laughs> no, of, of, of what? Of, What's of, the content? Of, of the, of, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. The way he got it done was activating an army of people that hate Logan Paul. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Take the girl, take Zoo, whatever the fuck you want to pull out of it and, and put under a magnifying glass. But at the end of the day, motherfuckers ain't fucking with Logan Paul right now, bro. Yeah. And it was a good time. It was a perfect time yeah. for him to come in and activate that army of people. And to Jake's point, even the people that kind of messed with you or or didn't care, there was a bunch that hated women. There was a bunch that wanted to do this. There's a lot of nihilists who just want to watch it all burn. <laughs> and they just want to get involved and be like, yo, let's start trouble. Let's fuck people up. But but back to the, the, the crux, the beginning of all of it is the hurt people situation. And and honestly, I've been I've been feeling worse and worse for the fucking dude, bro. I I, I mean that. I don't I, I, I'm not gonna cry about it, but it is very apparent that he's very he's a sad he's sad, bro. And that sucks. It sucks also that you're gonna have to beat his ass. If he thinks he's sad now, wait until October fifteenth because he's in a position where. And I said this to him. October what? You hold, you hold it. Yeah, you should say 14th. You said 15th. Yeah, yeah, the day after Ridiculous. the fight. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Well, what about I, the- I know what day the fight is. I'm saying the day after the fight when he wakes up and he's like, oh, shit. I've lost. I've lost. I've lost it all. Because when he goes on Twitter, I said this in the face-to-face. He's getting validation that he hasn't gotten in a while. That's a good feeling, dude. Like, if you haven't gotten that type of attention and validation, um, a bunch of people online telling you, you know, you're the man, your tweets are funny, no matter how evil they are, that can make you do things that you normally wouldn't do. I've been there. But these actions have consequences, right? His actions have a series of consequences. There's legal consequences that will see how it plays out. I have a feeling I know how it's going to play out. And then there's Logan consequences, you got to show up. You have to get in a fucking ring with me and face me man to man after everything you've said. And we're going to see just how valid you are, just how intense, just how much of a non-Twitter warrior, real fighter that you think you are. But we got to get the guy to show up because when you have this type of feedback coming in that you haven't gotten, you're going to do things that you normally wouldn't do. And he crossed a lot of lines in the process. He shot himself in the foot again with this legal situation and he's going to shoot himself again in the foot when I fucking kill him. It, this is a fight game. Shit, shit, shit gets intense. And I think we are clearly in a volatile space that no two fighters have ever been before. No one's ever been in this situation. It's a fucking shit show. And People want to see us rock each other, you know? There's a lot of people that want to see me lose. There's a lot of people that want to see me shut him up. Everyone's watching for different reasons, but as long as you're watching, we're good. I would have agreed with the murder thing up until, uh, like, a couple days ago. I saw uh, I saw some sparring footage of you. You haven't learned anything over the past couple of years. Your, your head movement looked really bad. Uh, your foot movement was the same. Your hands were wait, still wait, what, down. What sparring footage you talking about? Uh, there was a uh, sparring footage that dropped. It was a club. Very, it was. A, I'll be honest. It was a short clip. How short? Like one second, <laughs> maybe two seconds, but long enough for <laughs> to make a twelve. Yo, don't even say that dude's name. Video. Don't even say that nah, dude's that shit was crazy. Yo, how bro. desperate you gotta be? He made a twelve minute to video. See two seconds of of sparring footage. 
in the middle of a combination and make a 10-minute video out of it. How do you even do that? If I, if I could milk life like that, I would. Honestly, all power to Oh, yeah, shout out to that's, that's, that, that's incredible. To, to, to be able to like make something out of nothing. And then the fact that people give a fuck. Like, who are you to be commenting anything about fighting? Do you know even anything about this sport? Or are you a commentator? Do you engage in the activity? And I think like you said it, and you posted something funny the other day on Instagram. Something about combat, so many armchair quarterbacks. Why does everyone that watch fighting think that they know fighting? Oh, the, the th need, he needs to throw the jab more. <laughs> this guy with potato chips fucking <laughs> shirt up here with his stomach out like, hey, that's yeah, me. you got to throw the jab more. <laughs> yeah, what, it is true. What are you talking about? And and it's such a big problem in the sport, but it's funny because like even I remember growing up watching fights with dad and he's yelling at the TV saying shit. And like then I was like, my dad knows my dad knows. But thinking about it now, I'm like he was yelling at the TV for them to do shit that he that he doesn't he doesn't really know about. Yeah. And I also think it's a larger problem in the sport because most boxing judges haven't fought in the ring. Or been in an actual fight. And so how could they judge whether or not a punch is more effective than the other one? Or where it's placed on the body? Do they know that certain body punches hurt more? Because in different areas, all of these things, the timing. What if they watch a lot of film? What if they watch like a lot of boxing? <laughs> What if they seen just Rocky? Thousands of hours seen of Rocky boxing. Tons different. Of times. It's but different. But scoring is different than, uh, than fighting, of course. But there might be an elegance that you have to learn to scoring as well. Being able to see and register the punches. I understand what you're saying. You need the you need the but then but then, but then why there's why why there's so why is there so much discrepancy in it? You know, and like I I don't think there's most boxers that watch a fight objectively would agree on the winner of it. Like I don't think there's a lot of controversy amongst actual boxers on like who won fights. Do you think it has to do with where the judges sit? Aren't they on three different sides of the ring? Well, this yeah, this and this is why I've like w wanted to change boxing judging. You, the audience plays uh, a huge role in that. If if it's a hometown fighter and they're screaming out loud every time that fighter gets a hit, the judges subconsciously yeah, it's inherent human bias. It's exactly yeah. and so. And there's so many things like that. Half the time when you're sitting in the front row, this is why I like to watch fights better on TV. You're sitting in the front row half the time. They're 20 feet away and the judge is standing in front of them. So you can't even see. And maybe there's one big punch that they missed because they're always going like this and like this and like this. And it's 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 just bizarre that we we are still archaic with fight do you judging think, do you think it'll ever turn into the uh like super analyzed with sensors in the gloves and uh some sort of sensor on the body or ability to check all of those things i think it will turn into a more sort of ai scoring computer scoring with an in-person judgment inside of that i i have proposed different theories and there's many ways to fix it, mm -hmm. many ways to skin the cat. But obviously, it's such a hard thing to change. Are you on steroids, Logan? Me? Yeah. No, no I know. Not that I know of. 
I'm done being a yes man. That's too. fine. That's I'm gonna right. start at no. I'm gonna start asking real fucking sure, questions. Sure, sure. Yeah, no. I, 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 not, I prove ask, it. Ask prove the it. hard stuff. Mike. Prove not, it. I'm Go not, to Asda. I'm not aware of... Go to Asda's and take a test. Asda is a UK retail chain that you know what I fucking <laughs> mean, bro. I think you meant to say USADA. Yeah, call 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 Osama. <laughs> Mike, have you seen this guy's training camp? What the camp? fuck? Lana Rose is calling Mike. Answer, 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 oh, answer, God, answer, 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 answer. You could tell her I, I made you answer. Who do you, who do you got, Dylan Dennis or Logan Paul on October fourteenth? Uh, Logan Paul. Oh, oh. my God! Uh, you also, you're live on Impulsive. I should have said that first. Oh, uh, uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there any emergency? Um, no, and I definitely don't want to talk about what I was going to talk about. Uh, all right, all right. Have a good, right, bye. Bye. bye, bye, Lana. She was always very sweet. She's very nice. She's very I still, I try to make sure that she's okay. No, no, no. She, okay. she just, she's kind of like a, a meme a little bit in real life. She, she's such a character, you know? Like Obviously. every time she calls you, I, I can't wait to see what's going to come out of her mouth or go into No, 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 no. Sorry. No, 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 no. I'm not on steroids. I'm not on steroids. I don't know how many times I need to clarify this. Uh, I don't know why we aren't doing USADA or VADA testing. Well, yeah, because the conversation was never had between Well, because JJ Dylan. is doing it with... with. Uh, I'm more than happy to do it. I, I, I'm i more than happy to do it. I just do have no, one. No, I'm going to force you to do it. I'll do it. You're I, not going to fucking tell me that to be to say yes all the time. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, I, I, just, I do have one request. Dylan laughed at me in the face-to-face, -face, but if I do a, a, a drug test, I want him to do an STD test. I'm just curious what's going to show up. And he laughed. He laughed at me. He played it off. He wasn't interested in doing that. I wonder why. I wonder what you got. You feel like a gonorrhea guy to me. Anyways, uh, yeah. No, bro, I go hard. I'm working fucking hard this camp. I know I've not been... I've been said I've not been training. <laughs> Mike spilled. Mike had an accident. You okay? I'm, th I'm 38. I'm training hard, dude. I'm, I'm pretending... Dylan Dennis is Floyd Mayweather. Uh, oh, I saw I saw some sparring. I saw some sparring last night. What sparring? I saw sparring. What, from me? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. That shit was crazy, bro. Because I haven't seen you fight in a long time. And contrary to what <laughs> said, dude, you fucking can move your head a little bit. <laughs> no, you, you, he, I, I'm not supposed to talk about this, right? No, it's, bro, it's, you it's fucking fine. obliterated that guy. Oh, no, no, that no, shit no. was crazy, no, I bro. Didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Damn. I will say, I will say. Jake, maybe, maybe. I don't think Mike's mic is on. Well, I can hear him. You can? I can hear him. I can no, hear him. Come here. It, Kevin, Kevin, is it still coming through? It was coming through. Sorry, um, sorry. Yo, yo, Jake, Jake. People think I really suck at boxing, dude. Like, what about, what about going eight rounds with Floyd Mayweather led people to believe that I suck at boxing? What did I, what have I done wrong? Like, what, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, yeah, I see. I see videos. And, I see videos like, like if he's if he's bragging about that, he's out of his mind. But before I fought Floyd, it was he's gonna kill you. You don't stand a chance. You're not a real fighter. And then I do it, and some motherfucker's still clowning. Like what? What have I done? I think being inactive just makes so him, you've lost like your momentum I of see. the respect. Fair, fair, fair. fair. But. Now it's time to show him. No fact. It's time. It's just fact. time to show him and, and shut him up. But also, like, it's this like fickle audience again who mostly doesn't know about fighting, who you know sees Salt Poppy 
beat up some. Oh, I'm not. I won't allow this. Yeah, there me, will me be either, no actually. salt. I gotta po- poppy slander on this show. We're big. This salt. has nothing to do with salt poppy. <laughs> it has everything to do with the the people hyping him up to think he's some god, knowing that like, okay, is yeah, he maybe, is he a demigod at least? No, no. <laughs> back to back to the <laughs> earlier topic and on this one as well. People just want to feel involved, bro. That's why it's, it's why fair. It's, it's why fair. people say so then, like, then go to the fucking YMCA, <laughs> <laughs> go to church, yeah, go I, I, go go play in your community with ride a bike around and fucking take a bike off. Nah, get a nah, hobby. It's, get I've a come to hobby. accept recently that you know I, you, anyone in our position. We're here to be critiqued. We're here to uh, uh, entertain. And with that comes the territory of people running their mouth or supporting us. It's just like the life that we've lived. So, like, if you want to be involved, you know, go for it. If you want to use me as your vehicle for whatever you're feeling, that's that's cool. I don't think anybody wants to use you as a vehicle. Can I? Can I? <laughs> I, I, I need a ride home. <laughs> I got you, I got you. Reliable. Can we, can we talk it's about dirty. something before I, I go to this next topic? Because it's a weird one. And I feel like this is a good time to say it. Uh the last time you were on the show, a lot happened. There was a lot of chatter, a lot of conversation coming out of that episode, a lot of potential misconception, misconstruing, judgment. Is there anything that you guys, Logan, Jake, either you guys want to say to each other or any clarity that you want to um, maybe speak out on this episode while we're sitting back together again? I think that when the higher you climb, the windier it gets. And especially as brothers and brothers always and fam, mostly actually brothers in families, older brother, younger brother, roughly one to two years apart, maybe three years apart, have the toughest relationship with one another. And ours just happens to have a bunch of people watching us go through ebbs and waves. And I didn't want that conversation to air. I said that to everybody and I said it just makes us both look bad. And you you guys still aired it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a conversation that we don't get to have often and people never understand like how busy our lives get. And finding the time to have those conversations sometimes is impossible. And that's unfortunately what happened. But I think it felt good to have it and just get some frustrations off the chest. The the content of the conversation wasn't the issue. The issue was that it was aired online. And And you were right. And Schultz asked me, he's like, why did that conversation see the light of day? And, you know, there's some scrubbing that needs to be done internally of why that happened and I, I think it was just the speed at which we move the busy lives that we live is like i don't often think of the implications of what the fuck i'm doing and i think it was just like a you know um record post move on no situation. We, we had the call out but i think i think you and i at the end of the day it comes down to a conversation between you and i we get the feedback from the the people who watch and review and I think we've always strived on this show to show a side of ourselves that we don't that we don't always love that much. If something comes out that 
portrays us as vulnerable or imperfect or well that's what i'm saying like like we are in a position where our lives as a fault of our own or you know intentionally is here for people to critique and sometimes that can be good and sometimes that can be bad people will watch an episode and brothers especially and be like oh i have had a conversation like that with my brother oh maybe he got a little too far here logan has some stuff he needs to work on which the the big takeaway for me is and jake you're so wise you're the little brother but in many ways i think you're more emotionally mature than me and you've 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 given me a, a ton of like feedback on my character my personal direction in life and i don't think there's anything wrong with that dude like i am a severely imperfect human being and sometimes i need to be uh re-railed and steered back in the right direction and like you know everyone in this room is is here to to help me do that and sometimes i need to and to help each other yeah it's not yeah. just like and everyone's severely imperfect and like you said earlier we are in the world of being criticized and watched and hawked and people want to see us fall oftentimes and we're just here to help each other all as humans get better honestly trying trying yeah. and you you help me get immensely better dude and i again i try to take all the feedback and honestly being in this camp has been nice because i can internalize even just sitting down on this podcast to be honest is like hard for me i'm so i'm so ingrained in camp i had a great workout this morning we're gonna go to the track right after this like it, it's all i'm thinking about it's all i want to do and so when i'm in that mode i get a chance to f find out and think about who i am and who i want to be more then when I'm on the road shooting podcasts, doing content, performing for WWE, like I'm really just shaping. I'm shaping my body. I'm shaping my mind. And I like the position I'm in now because I can get to take your feedback and not approach it with an ego first standpoint. Yeah. And to be fair, that's why like I say boxing saved my life because it gave me the time to step back. And it's all I've been doing for three years, like locked away here doing that shit and time moves slower and days matter so much versus compared to the other lifestyle that like you're saying and so you get that time and space not only with yourself um but the people that matter to you and you can kind of see yourself evolving and you have the clearest form of thinking because you're in this healthy mode I'm and there's so no sober, distractions dude. i'm so stupid stupid sober and there's no distractions <laughs> and there it's just you so th i think that's why boxing has helped me become this different person like i don't i never thought i would be like how i am today even it's it started with boxing me either to be honest with you yeah. i was thinking about it this morning on my jump rope i was like damn boxing really saved jake's life and at least for this interim that i'm doing the boxing it's altering mine in in a way that i like you know thus yeah. far i got a job to do got to show up and get it done but that's why i'm giving all these practices 100 percent. i want to finish this camp not thinking of a single moment where i wish i would have went harder or i wish i wouldn't ate in that late night cheat meal or something like i it's also gotten easier in my adulthood you know, when we first started these camps, it was kind of foreign and it was we weren't really sure what to do or how to act or if we could trust ourselves to be disciplined. It feels like 
my life now yeah and it's just what you do and it's more fun because it's easier when we first got in bro like we were getting our faces fucked up every yeah. day bleeding all over <laughs> yeah you couldn't move your arms your elbows are torn up and then it's like 9 a.m you're getting hit in the fucking face in your living room like even <laughs> even like even even the jumping rope at the beginning of the workout was hard and now it's just like that this is a fucking warm-up like this is easy as fuck so and it gets more fun because of that which is why i've continued to find like new love and passion for it which is it's crazy your, it's definitely your thing i i just i just wanted to pose that to you guys and just let you guys have like a little bit of moment uh, of a moment because like i said we do we do uh, show some stuff on this channel that is us in our imperfect selves, and that goes for Logan and myself. And, and and you too, Jake. I think we've all had moments on the show where we've said things that we maybe wish we had, and, and a, a strength of, of, of it is that a lot of that stuff does go out, and that has, that has really hurt us a lot of times <laughs> that has really yeah, hurt yeah, us a lot really of times is. but i but i think yeah, it's yeah. but i think it's an important lesson and and the only the only problem that i have with it as i continue to you know move on here coming up on on year seven as part of this camp is that um you and i still watch it think to ourselves this will go out and people will see it and they'll understand where we were coming from or where logan was coming from and they'll see that there wasn't malintent but no matter how long we do this the belief will always be that you have maliciously made every single mistake that you have made in your life and that i have maliciously made every and you too and all all of us and that's the that's the thing that hurts it always hurts to know that people think that you're doing these things on purpose when in reality, as you just said a couple of minutes ago, we're imperfect, just like everybody else. We make mistakes. And and so that that's like the toughest pill that I've always had to swallow is just knowing that there are people out there who think that this guy's a, a bad person, just through and through just a bad person. You know what I'm saying? And and, and by the way, and just so you know, and you, you can relate to this as well, it reflects upon us too. As long as I stay close to him, with the belief set of people that he's a bad person, that makes me a bad person. Well, I want to hear I this got an email. story. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, the subject line was Mike's Corn Stars, OnlyFans Farmer Milf. I'm intrigued. I, I'm going to open that meal, <laughs> that email ten times. Ten <laughs> times <bro. laughs> it sounds like something Greg Paul would get. <laughs> Mike, I'm a stay-at-home mom and farmer. I would love to be considered by your agency on how to start on OnlyFans. I'm a 30-year-old, and I'm all natural. I will mow on a giant tractor with my tits out. <laughs> <laughs> I can change oil on farm equipment and even muck donkey stalls, once again, with my titties out. <laughs> I live in rural Missouri. <laughs> oh, God. I live in rural Missouri, and I really feel as if this is an untapped market for both of us. Tractor mow the dirty hoe. You can start an entire division targeting farmers called Mike's Corn Stars. <laughs> I hope to team up with you. Oh, she's great. She's great. She better have her, her account ready. Yeah. Oh, you, no, you I'm not going to say. No, I'm not going to say her name. But but why not? Because because it's an entrepreneur, dude. Nah, because I think she's onto some. I mean, she's already and oh, she also photos? has sent some photos. photos? Yeah. Oh, she, no. <laughs> it's. She's on a no, no, no. You gotta go for it. You gotta go for it. Just blur her face out. 
She's not a cure. I don't want to see this shit. I'm just envisioning like her like with a cow milk. No, she's great. She's great. She's the entrepreneur. Dirty Mo, listen. Mike Scorsese. I never. Oh, I don't want to see this shit. I never. That one's PG. That was PG. I didn't. I didn't ever move into this space. That's bestiality. Yeah. If, if no, it's not like that. <laughs> no, no animals. Yeah, where's the line? <laughs> that's it. That's the line. Bestiality is the line. It's behind the mower. Jesus. I didn't. I didn't go into that space for a reason, and I and I'm never going to. I could have made. A, I could have made. Bo- I could have made boxing money off of that. Yeah, off for that sure. Space. Easy. And now for you're a Snapchatter. Sure. And I'm now I'm a Snapchatter, and I, I take pictures of waffles. But I I did not go into that space for a reason. I um, I don't want to say too much, but I, I'm I'm pretty reformed as it per- pertains to the adult space. I'm not in taking any. Uh, any adult content anymore it's amazing what a good girl do for you huh it stopped a little while ago i found myself uh i think i got too close to the industry i know what happens in that space and i i'm not a supporter of it it's dark yeah it's really dark there's a lot of really nasty stuff that goes on i support all the women for sure i love all those girls but it's just a really nasty space yeah and i also just like to hold on to that see <laughs> you want to get nasty, Daddy? Listen, I gotta go run on a track. I gotta go do sprints run off on a track. Uh, you think Dylan's working as hard as me? Absolutely not. I mean, no if, chance. Is that if that sparring footage is real? No, yeah. I couldn't have been. Well, that that's what be that's what we thought with Ben Askren. We thought he was fucking around, and then it was real. <laughs> but because I told this to Jake, I said it's hard to look bad. It's really hard to look bad if you know what you're doing the only way to really do it would be to switch your stance and then you kind of would look a little uncoordinated Swirly. no no no. I, I don't know i don't know i don't know how he's training because i'm training so fucking hard but with the tweets the volume of the tweets that he's doing and the fact that he is incessantly avoiding getting served for this restraining mm-hmm. order like like the dude's a ghost He's, dude, in the, the, he's in he's Pyongyang, Pyongyang North, North Korea to continue his training. We have no idea where he is. We don't know where he goes. He's on, tw- on Twitter all day. But man, Dylan, I hope you're working. I really hope you're working, I, bro. I know where he's at. Like, I, I actually, I can just tell you I'll, after this. Feels like now is a good time. <laughs> He he's uh he he has a new place in New Jersey. He has a place. Yeah, it's his. Like he rents it. Yeah. Oh, we're coming for you, brother. <laughs> we're coming for you. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Thanks for listening to this episode of Impulsive. <laughs> we love you guys. Hit that subscribe button. Wow. October 14th, Prime Court. 1010 Burger in Manchester. Tommy Fury. Also. Logan Paul, Dylan Danis, Winston Nunez versus my mate, Nate. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Take God. it easy, peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.